Coming to you from New York City. This week and every week, it's the Ben Kissel Show. Um, all right, welcome to the show, everyone. That's Mike Coscarelli. Uh, we're joined by Micah Fox. Thanks for being here, Miss Fox. Uh, thank you for having me. Hungover day. Catherine Timph, you're here also. Yes, I am. Hi. Catherine Timph is a writer for the National Review. You've seen her on Fox and Friends. She sits in the leg chair because they're sexist, and they think <laughs> she has nice legs because they're dumb. And uh, then she's also on Fox News. It's what are you on uh, on uh, on the record with Greta Van Susteren? I've been on there, mostly on Red Eye. Yeah, uh, and then you were on uh, Gretchen Carlson's show yeah, too. Yeah, yes, I was. And Red Eye with with Greg Gutfield. Yes, that's exciting. So anyway, everyone's extremely hungover today, and Micah has a red eye because she has a, a deep vein thrombosis. What's going on with you, Micah? I don't, I don't know. I woke up like this. Is that what Beyonce was singing about? Did she mean pink eye? Yeah, with what? I don't. I I woke up. I don't know. My cat's probably rubbing her asshole on my face while yeah. I sleep. God only knows what she does. I woke up with all her toys on me. You know, this cat. She got. She parties harder than I do. Yeah, I, I loved your cat very much. And I, I'll I'll tell you, I was hanging out with Micah one evening, and I was bothering Micah. And I said, "Oh, I better go annoy the cat instead." And so I downloaded an app on my iPad called uh, what was it called? Big Cat Fun Game, something like that, by Perina. The cat food company, Perina, and everyone loves it. Cats can't get enough of their salmon. And it uh, turns out the cat didn't like the iPad game. She could care less. Yeah. It's where you had ben to- Ben had fun playing it, though. I set the record. <laughs> nice. I set, I set the iPad cat record. It was pretty great. Basically, the whole point of the game is to drown fish, which I don't know how you're going to drown a fish. You're, I think I feel like you're just like giving it more life. But nonetheless, that was the whole point. And the cat didn't do it, though. So- yeah, all you have to do, you're supposed to like pat at the fish with a paw, you mm-hmm. know, like cats pat at things. Uh-huh. Cat was like, no. No, no can do. But I beat a cat, I think, what was his name? Kimwe? Something like that? What? The, the, the number one record setter. He had 1,400 points, the kitty. Yeah. But I beat it. That yeah. cat was probably wow. Japanese. So, yeah, pretty cool, though. Pretty cool to beat a cat at something for once. It's a good day. It's a hell of a day. All of us have been doing a lot of drugs, and we were all extremely hungover. Micah, you have an extreme bone issue right now. It's muscular. It's muscular, and literally the doctor diagnosed her with short jeer girl with big boob syndrome. Yeah, she left out the Jew part. Oh, okay. Although I will say I was accidentally racist yesterday. How'd that happen? At the doctor's office. It was so fucking embarrassing. Because uh, she was like, you, she's like, I'm going to prescribe you to get massages. I think you really need these. And I was like, yeah, well, I went downstairs to the Chinese people, but they couldn't help. And then I realized her aide was like some kind of Asian. And I didn't mean it to be derogatory. Uh, okay. Because I just meant that yeah. the Chinese massage places... But oh, they both—they they both looked at me. Know what you meant for sure. But they looked at me like, "How bad is this gonna get?" Yeah, but can you imagine? I mean, that's—that's that's the thing about stereotypes. It's like, yeah, sometimes they're good and it's polite. Can you imagine if you're like a bunch of Russian bearded cigar smoking? I love stereotypes. They're, they're fine. They're very helpful. In this situation, they're fine because you can imagine if the Russians have taken over the massage business. You walk down to a smoke, uh, uh, to a, to a parlor full of smoke. They have nothing but beards. Their cocks are out of their I'm pants. To sell like, you those Russian vodka yeah. like I got. Yesterday, exactly. Went into the store. I made, they, they convinced me to buy this weird bottle that looked like a diamond called Russian Diamond. They're slinging vodka down yeah. there, and then they're like, "Well, I'll grope you. I'll grope yeah. you. I'll rub you down. I'll grope you." Asians are—they're amazing at the massage. Well, that's why I was trying to use it, and then they gave me a look, so I was just like, "Oh, uh, that's the name of their company, the Chinese people." Yeah, I was like, "That's what's on the sign." Yeah, it wow. is on the sign. <laughs> you know, I, well, who knows? What that's what on all mean. the signs. Yeah. That's yeah. True. They probably all just say Chinese people. I, I can uh, I can only say one sentence Chinese. Ready? Ready for this? Yeah. That's pretty good. Who does it mean? It means I speak Chinese really well. 
And you <laughs> did. Yeah. Well, no, no. Actually, you guys are impressed, but Chinese people look at me like, uh, I'm probably doing it real bad. Yeah, it might be racist. That might be the most racist thing. That's, that's not racist, trying to learn Chinese. Yeah, I mean, it's Mandarin, I think, is what it's called. Well, that is one form of Chinese, but I appreciate your attempt to know everything. Thank you. Nailing it. There's a woman. Let's talk about women issues. Feminism. Mike, you on board? With, uh, yeah, it's fine. Well, you don't seem very committed to the cause. <laughs> Sabrina Ruben Erdley. That's her name. Sabrina uh, Ruben Erdley. And she wrote an article for Rolling Stone magazine about this guy, uh, about this gal named, uh, codenamed Jackie. And she was at UVA, yeah. University of Virginia, I believe that means. And it was a very... Did you hear this article, Mike? I heard it was it was uh, partially falsified. Steamy stuff. A lot of hot things happened. And so this... Uh, well, I mean, you know, whatever. And uh, But basically, it turns out that this entire... This is a rape story. It's not a steamy story. Well, it's not a rape story. Because it was a, a hot issue. Story. Yeah, it, it was, was a pen... Up, it's right? a penthouse story. It was a hot story. issue. All right. What I'm saying it was a it was a hot issue, but now it's not a rape story because it turns out she made it all up. So that's what I'm saying. Steamy stuff, penthouse forum. If you lot can, of a gang rape, a gang bang. A gang bang now it's rape. a gang bang. It's not a gang rape anymore because the rape never happened. Including a bottle, someone put a bottle and, in her. Well, how else are you gonna open it? You know. Well, like, I don't know, but it, open it, the bottle. Yeah, it was just unbelievable too. I mean, when I saw it's like, and then she comes out of there, she's all bloodied and bruised and stuff, and her friends are like. Whatever, you're fine. Look at all those hot dudes. You just got to go fuck. Like I'm, I don't know, man. Like I know, I know. I'm, I'm friends with a lot of shitty people, but I don't mm. feel like I know anybody that shitty. So that's what a lot of people were saying at first was the red flag, and then, and then Jezebel, of course, wrote an article being like, "This story may not be believable," says two idiots, and Uh-oh. they wrote this whole assault on a Reason reporter and everyone else. How dare you say these? They're idiots, and like you know, they're really little snarky little Jezebel. Jezebel tone, and then they yeah. then they had to be like, sorry that I called you idiots, but, you know. Yeah. So the story's been retracted ever since. Rolling Stone has apologized. Rolling Stone is in the, the last throes of, it, uh, of its existence. Uh, I mean, yeah, no one's done. reading Rolling Stone they're anymore, done. right? But, Micah, what do you think uh, with this Sabrina gal? She's been off Twitter for five days. And, uh, I mean, a lot of people, there are some people on the right who are just, I'll tell you one thing, it's a hell of a good week for Bill Cosby. Yep. You know, this is like <laughs> Big the best week for co- rape. Big week for people uh, falsely accusing uh, somebody of being raped by well, he's, them. He's suing his accusers now for thirty-three grand or something. Thirty-three grand. Thirty-three grand. Why? That's nothing. Why Bill Cosby should for go on Shark Tank. I'll give you ten percent. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm charging. Bill Cosby should go on Shark Tank and be like, uh, I'm charging two hundred and fifty grand for ten percent of my rape profits that I'm going to get after I sue all these women, and everyone would take him. Rape victims Everyone don't have any on. money, Ben. Come on. Oh, that's fine. He's never going to see it. What do you that. think about this story, though? A lot of the right is just like, well, this proves that all rape stories are wrong. Rape has never happened. Who's that, saying, which is insane. Who's, and then, who's making that connection? Who's saying, well, if this story's false, then all rape a is false? These a lot little, of a lot, rapey Twitter. Rapey, yeah, rapey Twitter, Twitter dudes. And that's the problem with this woman who was like- Why said, did she do it? She's just a crazy person? Well, that's what we were talking a little bit last night over a cocktail of drugs and vodka. Um, about how this is like it's such a glamorous issue, you know. Rape that, is glamorous. This gang rape situation was glamorous for her, and that's what's so sad it was, about it. Was it was the rape story that everybody was waiting for because there was nothing you could blame for. Like, like the whole story, the way it was written, they were like wrote about this girl Jackie and they said that she was sober and you know she wore like a high neck dress and she's which by so- the way if you're so sober like, if, if you're sober at a frat party you have to be like autistic or something right who could possibly <laughs> hang around in a frat basement sober you have to be drunk that's a really good point even dis- five minutes is, Ooh, uh, party yeah. bro yeah you I can't. wouldn't too much 
Yeah. I wouldn't last a goddamn second sober at any frat party whatsoever. You have to be drunk for the dumb conversation, the ugly people, and just the random dongs that are being flown all around. Can I ask then, was the story, what was, uh, was her, the, the girl who got raped, was it her story that was false, or was it the journalism? They couldn't, well, here's, here's the thing. I, it's, it's definitely the journalist's fault because she took all of the, this information from this one source. Con- considering that it's a gang rape and there was also like all these other friends that she mentioned, there was what, I don't know, like between like 15 and other people that she talks about in the story. I don't know, talk to maybe one or two of those 15 other people and say, hey, you know, what happened? That's just journalism. You don't just take right. a story based, especially when it's something like this, and just say, yeah, well, I believed her. And at first she said, well, you know, I, I tried to talk to them, but I couldn't. It's like, no, like you can find, well, if, thought, if other um, people can find it and debunk it that easily, then you, if it's your story, should right. have yeah, put that effort in for your own story. Right. Well, that's one thing you about know? a gang rape. There's a lot of people to talk to a about A lot of it. other sources <laughs> available. Well, what I understood from the Rolling, Rolling Stone wrote an apology mm-hmm. article. And yes. From what I said, the what I read, the writer said that Jackie asked her not to ask the rapist the story to protect her from having like some kind of revenge backlash. I'm like, you're the one putting a whole story out there. They're going to know it's you. Right. You know what I mean? Like, did she not name right. names of the of the assailants? She did. She did, and then she didn't, and then she didn't. Like it's it's the whole thing. Like I, I like I'm a journalist, right? I, I, right. I, if any of this stuff, though, I would just be like, I, I am. I mean, I, I do a lot of like bullshit, but I also have done a little bit of investigative reporting. I do like a lot of you know like funnier type writing. But I, I, I if I'm doing something investigative, I am checking my ass at every corner to make sure that I don't have the headline. That, you know, I made this up or was something like right. that, especially with social media. One person figures out that you made something up or that yeah. something wasn't true. Your career is over. Yeah. I uh, I wrote an article yesterday about a cat that got trapped in a box for 36 days and it lived. Oh, and wow. I titled the article Brave Cat Survives, blah, blah, blah. And I got heat for calling the cat brave. Right, it was right. a brave <laughs> cat. They were like, that's not factually accurate. That cat didn't have a choice to be brave. Bravery is when you. Yeah. I was like, that, they nitpicked about you. that. Right. So if you. they're gonna do that, and you're like, you, <laughs> you better be and right about a rape. Like six people yeah. of rape and like eleven million people covering right. it up. No. Make sure that that's what happened. Right. Brave cat. Technically, it was actually like comfortably lazy. Yeah. Like I think that's a better yeah. term for it. It just had to chill so out like, in a box. I don't think you uh, entered the psyche of this cat and really made sure you knew what it was experiencing. Rape culture. It's huge. Everyone's hashtagging about it, and it's a very popular subject. And obviously, that's the wave that. Rolling Stone is trying to ride with this situation. The same reason they put uh, to cars off something like that, the Boston bomber on the cover of it, because terrorism is big, and right. they're in desperate uh, need for uh, for readers of their turn a page. That's what I always. What call- happened to them? So like Vice obviously replaced them for like the hip. Because Vice is on Vice has whatever. the internet. Vice has the web series. Vice has you know they're showing Netflix. Rolling Stone is completely obsolete because they didn't grow with the times whatsoever. It's dorky. It's, it's dorky. dorky. Oh, really? Do you think it has to do with the like music right now though? Also that music is just well, they not put, as interesting as it music used to be? sucks. I mean it used to you be know? Bob Dylan, Neil Young. You know really transform. Formative Stones, figures, awesome the Stones, fucking bands on the cover. You know, and now of course it's uh, it's uh, Kate Upton who doesn't even sing, but she has wonderful boobs. And Rolling Stone should put it on their cover every goddamn week or month, whenever that thing comes out. But now it's Taylor Swift and things like that, and it's irrelevant. And no one cares about it. Rolling Stone is terrible, but it's, it's got it's, yeah, it's dorky. This mm-hmm. woman riding this rape wave, which is really what she's doing in this bizarre sort of world that we live in, where everything gets um, rape wave is the name of my lip 
stick. I just wanted. Oh, that's great! Yeah. I love it. It's a beautiful kind of purple. I like sad. your lipstick. I you. noticed that as soon as you walked. It's a uh, rape wave. You can get it at Sephora. Sephora. I'm sorry. Go that's on. perfect. No, but this woman obviously riding that rape wave of uh, of media coverage and everything like that. Obviously, it was just like, I'm going to make a career for myself. This is going to be big. She's going to be famous. I'm going to be famous over writing this article, and it turns out to be totally terrible. How how long do you think this sets back the movement? And when I say movement, I just mean like the thing that should be already acceptable, which is if you're a rapist and you're on a college campus, you should probably get arrested and get off of that college campus, but it doesn't seem to happen enough. Oh, it's, it's, it's... How far does this set that entire cause back? I mean, you had the woman over at, uh, what was it, Rutgers with the mattress, really... I thought a powerful Columbia, yeah. uh, Columbia. Yeah. Uh, I thought there was a powerful statement. She was actually raped. They, they concluded the guy raped her, but he was still allowed to be in class with her for the most part. But now know. you have a story like this, and so all these right wingers are going to be able to be like, "They're all lies," and Cosby is innocent, and bring him back to TV. Well, I, th- I mean, I think the fear is that well, if this now actual victims are going to be afraid to come forward because they're going to be accused of lying. And I think that's a short-term effect, but longer term, I think it's actually going to help. Just like the more people keep talking about rape, the easier it will be for someone with a legitimate rape to be able to say something. Well, I wrote a story actually last week, too, about University of Chicago where some... There's a university in Chicago? uh, Some weird kid (laughs) faked a rape threat against his friend. He posted it on his his own Facebook status. This is a a man? A A rape threat? A threat being like, I'm going to, like, saying it was their raping season. It was like he was pretending to be like some hacker group. It's like we're in the raping season. We're gonna rape you t- about his friend to a, and said to a that a hacker friend. no to another male friend okay. and said that hackers did it and there was a federal investigation and then he did it and then a lot of students were like it's okay because he was trying to do this for the cause and that's kind of what concern- cause what cause he was he was saying that he wanted to prove these things really do happen by faking it raping prove season? what rape threats happen or that raping season happens that there's rape. Racist rape culture. I thought it was. I thought it was cold and flu season. Wait, Am I wrong? How is this racist? What's because the... it was racially charged. Oh, so but it's man on man. Which well, is totally because different... this guy was like talking about he saw some like ho- people dressed in Mexican Halloween costumes, and that was cultural appropriation, and that was horrible, and we needed to do something about it. Mexican, what? Like they were dressed up as like they were wearing like sombreros or something, and they were going to rape people. And no, they were saying that the guy. Okay, so there's people wearing sombreros. White people. The white people. So the Mexican kids upset that the white people are wearing sombreros. He says starts this petition for the school. What is the Mexican kid still wearing sombreros? No, I feel but, like it's the same thing as dressing as somebody from Gettysburg. Right. I mean, who's wearing sombreros? Nobody. I mean, apparent nobody. Unless you want to get a rape, whatever. No, I don't know. So then, so then he faked a rape threat again, saying that everyone wanted to threaten this kid. How dare you try to tell us we can't wear sombreros? We're we're, we're going to open our rape season on you or something like ridiculous like that and well, which is obviously he was he said this is the beginning of our raping season come one come all it's the opening of rape season make sure you get your rape tags if you don't have a rape tag you can't rape so this year they, it's fifteen dollars yeah. you got to go down to the local fleet farm and make sure you get your permit for it so you know it, and you got to you got to throw away everything that's under ten pounds there it's was rape a federal season. investigation and, and it's you know he posted it himself on his own wall against his. Friend. And so was he? Uh, was he kicked out of the University of Chicago? No. In fact, a lot of kids were like, "I understand why you had a good intention behind doing this." Which I don't get the intention. Yeah. The intention is to like be like, see, see, if you try to fight back against, uh, you know, the horrible stereotypes of Mexicans wearing sombreros, then people are going to try to rape you. 
That oh, was the I see. So yeah. you get raped if you uh, if you dress is, poorly for Halloween. And this, these are the future. These the kids are the future. Yeah, they'll grow out of it though. Hopefully. I was talking about when I was in college, people protested outside of the student union. Keep in mind the the second Gulf War, the Iraq War was just starting. It was just 2002, 2003. And where and does it all go down? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. That's where change is going to be made. Talk right. to, we'll talk to the police in Wisconsin. They thought they were the last line of defense after 9/11 happened. They thought for sure the next terrorist attack was happen uh was going to happen in Beloit right um but it was not and n- nothing's ever happened in Wisconsin that's Where? been terrible in Beloit Where? Beloit Okay yeah and Where? Beloit uh. yeah and uh, so the student union, out of all the things you could possibly protest, they protested because uh, the night before there was a karaoke evening where a bunch of guys were singing to try to, uh, to try to get gals, and gals were swing, uh, singing to try to avoid the guys. And uh, somebody sang Rolling Stones' Brown Sugar. And oh, uh, they no. protested because they thought it was a racist song. Out of all the things that were happening in the world, they focused on a 1970s classic hit. They should they have were- done, you know... Uh- some drugs? Yeah. What what is uh, brown sugar? What do you is that heroin? It's about heroin that song. Yeah. yeah. No, I just forgot the name of the actual. I was trying to make a joke, but I've got tramadol brain and you know, damn it all. We're all drugged up. Yeah, We're you all guys drugged really up. are. Look, I'm doing Piecing great. Together. I only have kale and quinoa and soda water. That's yeah. all I ever have. Well, I think it's Lean the best. proteins. Yeah, it's the best episode we've ever done and it's amazing and people can't uh, get enough of listening to it. Where? Beloit. Okay. <laughs> um, but anyway, what I'm saying is these students will grow out of this uh, bizarre sort of little like mini protest that they're in. At least people in college are taking, uh, you know, rape as a cause is a lot more important than brown sugar and protesting. A Do you really Stone want song. people to well, grow out of Well, that's where it protests? all starts. What's that, Micah? Do you really want people to grow out of protesting? No, I don't want them to grow out of protesting. I want them to grow into protesting that's impo- something that's important. Mm, that's yeah. I don't think they will. I think it's just as bad with adults. Like this woman, this Sabrina woman, what was her tweet? Like the last thing she tweeted? We were talking about this before the she got off Twitter. The last thing a woman tweeted was Sabrina. She, she's she been off Twitter for five days because she can't take the heat. And this is one area where uh, Kat was talking to me last night. We were hanging out with her yeah. and uh, and her wonderful boyfriend, Travis Irvine, who's an amazing man. You'll yes. love him. Yes, um, yes. Conservatives, female conservatives uh, especially, they can't get off the radar. Once people start giving them flack, you know, like someone like Dana Loesch, who I completely disagree with. She has a book called Don't Take My Guns. It's, right. it's cliche as it can possibly get. She's very attractive, nice legs, big boobs, and I always thought that, that she has a good voice. But um, D'Angelo. Sorry. Oh, D'Angelo. Okay, keep going. Very good. That was the thing you were thinking of? Yes. D'Angelo, great body on that guy. And uh, But basically, they can't get off of, they can't get off of Twitter. You know, they can't get off of the social media once they they get attacked. This woman gets attacked, and now she's no longer speaking to the choir. She's no longer getting the unbelievable support for her article. She's been off Twitter for five days. Her last tweet, in my opinion, maybe Kat can read it for you, is so telling of this woman's personality. And it's unbelievably upsetting. Dare I say, it irks me. Yeah, it's it's it's. She said, "I appreciate your corrected tweet because it should be the journalist behind the article, not the woman." Right? That irks. That's just as bad as the brown sugar kids. They're still so, getting upset about the same kind of stuff. And this is an adult investigative reporter for Rolling Stone. What happened was a female tweeted at her about the yeah, story, and she said, "the the woman behind the article, right? This is the woman behind the article. This is the story, basically. Uh, yeah, behind the story. Jackie or Sabrina? This is no. This is a just a random tweeter. This is a tweeter who tweeted at uh, right, Sabrina. Right, but when she was saying she the was woman, talking about Sabrina, the Sabrina. woman. She's okay. like, shouldn't she was, it be the journalist? 
and not the woman. She got all upset that they called her the woman and oh. not the journalist. And what like, the hell is the up. difference? Well, it doesn't shut sound up. like she really is a journalist, though. Well, she yeah. is technically the a journalist. She's a really right. bad journalist. Right. But also, shut up. Like, don't sit there and be like, like looking through Twitter. Like, she, you know. Yeah, that's she, not the uh, issue right hey, now. Hey, right. look, look at somebody saying hi. Hey, you know, like, shut up. If it was the president of the United States and you called her the, the woman, the then dude. it's a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. But she is a, a woman. The way they uh, call Obama the black guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. The number one black guy. Right. That's for sure. Yeah. What do you think, Micah? What do you do? You feel like ever these uh, the whole because I mean uh, it's a very serious issue. It's terrible rape, guys. You know, you get control of yourselves, treat women with respect, all this stuff that not every good father taught their son. You have an article like this. Do you feel like the argument is sort of being co-opted by more of a lunatic fringe at all, Micah? Do you feel like rational women's voices aren't being heard in the uh, in the movement? Because you're funny, you're beautiful, you're charming, you get catcalled just as much as the next person, maybe even more. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, nice little, oh yeah, look at that, look at those, uh, look at that, the back of your, I always say, look at the back of that chick's thighs. You know, I'm always catcalling at things that women don't even think about. Nice. Yeah, look at the, look at the limbs on that one. Yeah. What's oh, the question? You got nice elbows. Yeah, I'm not clear where you're going with this. Elbows. Mm-hmm. What I'm asking is, um, is the, uh, is the conversation being, uh, screamed about by people who aren't representing females right oh i don't i mean in this instance yes but generally you know i i mean if a real rape happens and someone brings it up i you know i i don't even know how to answer that i mean i'm telling you you have these you have these men's there's a new movement called men's activists right which is the most infuriating thing i've ever heard in my entire life yeah they're just glorified rapists mentally mental rapists i don't know if they've ever actually physically done it but it's like they're pro-rape is that the issue there are people like i don't even want to say his name he used to do a show on oh well just say like pat dixon okay he runs a podcast and he's fine and i and i like him as a person i think he's got strong abs and he's 41 years old Mm mm-hmm but, uh, you know, he considers himself a male activist because of all these females who are out there constantly um, uh, convincing the world that all men are rapists. So then you have this other counter side where they're just like, no, men aren't rapists. And even if they are, they're all right with me. Men are rape culture. So it's creating this bizarre, almost juvenile, like second grade. I feel like we're more in yeah, second like grade this, now than yeah, we ever have been you. as adults. Like it's still like cootie syndrome. But the terms are different. You know, now it's like, don't talk to him. He's a possible rapist. Get away. And I then, mean. And then he's like, well, don't talk to that girl. She's going to accuse you of rape. And uh, it's going to be a terrible situation. I mean, okay. So I see what you're saying. I Like, <laughs> yeah, the conversation is getting ridiculous. But I think that's a start to some, you know. It's the, better than no conversation. Yeah, exactly. It's, mm-hmm. it's talked yeah. about. It's overkill. Then we bring it back to somewhere where maybe it needs to be. As opposed to people being afraid to talk about it. I mean, like, but it, I mean, part of that is people afraid to call themselves feminist because the word feminist is bad or whatever. When all it, when all it means is something nice, a man or a woman could be a feminist and it's not a big deal. But well, there are some feminists who want to trump, like, who, I mean, in my opinion, feminist is just simply treating everybody equally and women should have equal pay for equal work and you shouldn't go out there and, uh, and be sexist and, and, and take say or do terrible things to them. Right. So you're a feminist. Well, of course. Any natural person is a feminist, right. anyone that has a soul. But then you have the feminist movement, which is like really can be very demonizing towards men. And men do a lot of great things. There's a lot of amazing fathers. There's a lot of amazing men out there. And I feel like the argument is often alienating to those good people. And right. then the only I... people who are attracted to it are the men who are just like, well, now I'm fighting back. So you have these two assholes fighting in the lunchroom and you're just trying to sit right. there and eat your Salisbury yeah. steak. Exactly. Yeah, no, I hate when people like, because I write a lot of this, like, you know, 
anti-PC type stuff and people tweet at me be like, yeah, I know, man, I hate feminists. It's like, well, I'm a feminist. Like, I don't hate myself. Right. So, I mean, that means I'm a feminist. There's a difference between that and then, like, we need to invent a new word for, like, the, the I call them Jezebel feminists. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like that's what extreme. I call it, Jezebel feminism. Yeah. Like the people that see somebody that says, looks at this story, like journalistically, like, hey, she only talked to one person, one story about anything, you're going to look at that. And she's like, you're idiots. And like the things she wrote about them, uh, the things that they write about, you know, uh, about male journalists. And no, I'm not like this male rights thing is disgusting. Like it's you ridiculous. look at their Reddit, it's just you throw up. But, you, but, you know, like it, 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 it makes it embarrassing to be able to, you know, like use the word feminist. So I just think we should start calling them like Jezebel feminists. People usually know what I'm, t- what I'm saying when I Do you that. think though that right. even just creating these words and pr- like making like no, little new groups for people, I feel like that's kind of the, pr- the problem too. Because it's like, well, like it's men, not... like you're saying that you're a feminist and all you're saying basically is that you just treat people like in Well, you equal. treat everybody equally. So Jeffrey that... Ross came and did, uh, Jeffrey Ross, I did a great show on Thursday with, uh, with Ed Larson. It was called Too Fat because Ed's too fat and I could lose some weight as well. Um, but Jeff Ross showed up, and of course he's a very successful uh, comedian and a very successful person. He's the Roastmaster General, and uh, and I love him to death. And I offered him a drink ticket. You know, as soon as I saw him, because he was doing the show, and I was like, Jeff, do you want a drink ticket? And as soon as I said it, I was like, he's very, he's fine. Yeah. Jeff does yeah. not need a drink ticket. But I was just like, oh, yeah, he's on the show. You, you treat him. And, and then I felt, you, you know, respect. You like offered to get him a drink, and then you use the drink ticket. Well, this is, and then he said no, and I was like, well, "Yeah, I got one it. for me," yeah. you know. But, you fucking idiot. Well, I'm, I'm a bit of an idiot, but I didn't. I mean, you know, I was just like, "Oh yeah, he's on the show." And then I, as soon as I said it, I was like, "Yeah, he's Jeff Ross. He doesn't need a drink ticket." Yeah. But you just treat people the same, right, regardless of other class or their um, gender or race or Please orientation. Please don't use this as a treat people the same argument. It is a treat people the same <laughs> argument. Yeah, he's a celebrity. He worked so hard to get there, and you treat him the same. You have to well, treat no, him that, better. No, no, but that's nice. I think that Jeff found it endearing. I hope that he did. I want to be treated gross. special. Like, yeah. special. I want to be treated the same. You don't but... treat the president the same. Some pe- yes, you do. No, you don't. Nah, Some you people get special yeah. treatment. No, I, that's well. This is why I'm Ben Kissel, because I <laughs> yeah. treat everybody the same, and that's why when everyone comes to me with their interviews, then they always know that they're going to get the same treatment across the board, and they're going to be loved, huggled, mm-hmm. and cuddled by Benjamin Kissel. Feminism, Micah. Mm-hmm. Think about it. Yep. Too aggressive right now? No. I Closing mean, down doors? I mean, that's just one faction. Yeah. And, you know, it'll. I think it'll calm down. I don't know. I think there's more than ever people who are just aware and having an awareness is good. Yeah. Do you think that women don't like it when a guy says that they're feminist? If I'm on a date, I would never say that I'm a feminist, right. by the way. Women just, they, they dry up uh, like the Mojave Desert, that's- and they want nothing to do with you. There's no bigger turnoff than a guy being like, I'm all for feminism. Uh, yeah, that makes me want to throw up. I think that's just a way Micah, for yourself? guys to like pat you s- themselves on the back. You called right. yourself a feminist on a date with me, then. Well, I had to because I, but I, I read the way the where where it was going. See, I wouldn't be into that. Right. Yeah. But they, but they do have to be one. But they just can't say it. Kind, yeah, kinda. You, you know, like I don't want you to like think I'm a piece of shit, right? You know, because I'm. But just act like a regular person. Then. Yeah. And just be someone who is who is inclusive and. And also, and if we're on a logical. date, I do want him paying for me, though. Does that mean I'm not a feminist? No, I think that's. I love to pay, and that's why Mike and I haven't seen each other very much in the past three weeks because I'm broke. That's not true. It is. I just don't like you. Oh right, 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 right. <laughs> I forgot about that whole part of it. Well. Her opinion doesn't matter on the issue. Um, <laughs> that's fine, but uh, yeah. So you want you want the guy to pay. What do you think if a guy is on a date with you and he calls the waitress a darling? 
What's your stance on that? I don't know. Kind of gross. It's in the tone. Yeah. It's in the tone. If it's a joke, darling, and she laughs, it's fine. Okay. I don't like it. I'd be. I, I don't. I, I don't like it. What's the worst thing that you can just, uh, darling, sweetheart, sugar buns, um, deer, deer? Oh, I hate deer Ew, from you know anybody. Yeah. Honey, honey. I don't like honey. I don't like deer. I don't like you know. Do you mm. feel like these words? Because these, uh, a lot of guys think that they're being endearing when they say such words such as deer or but honey. But it's really rape. Well, it's also, re- <laughs> think it's really rape. there's no reverse. There's no reverse term. Like, what do women call men to talk down to them? You could use like chief or kiddo. Chief, I call everybody chief. Chief or yeah. boss, but that's more like guy to guy thing. It's not so much like a specific woman talking to a man like term. I think kiddo was a great response actually. That would that would that would get under my crawl. That would get in my crawl and irk me a little bit if I was like, uh, hey kiddo, here you go. Someone told me yeah. that. Yeah. I like it when guys call me kid. Yeah, but but I like I like it. See, you I know. think it's on the same plane as darling. Yeah. It's well, l- it's a lesser than. If a yeah. woman calls you like cute, like oh, you're like aren't you a, a cutie? That's, that's like, good. No. No, no that's cute like, is, oh, she's cute. Cute is insulting. She's cute, I guess. Cuz it's all insulting. Like, she you're saying. Yeah. If a girl cute says it, it's, it's a girl. fake compliment cuz it's like Oh, yeah, she's nice. That's the endearment. She's that's cute. the like darling endearment. That's the, I think that's close to the equivalent. That's the female version? Right. Is, that's what I think. I love being called cute. Like if a waitress brings me something and she's like, "Oh, like here you go." Cutie, whatever, and I know, I know that that's not like, oh, she's not hitting on me. She's being like, she's just saying something to make both of us feel comfortable in that moment. Well, no, she's not hitting on you. No, but that's my point. Yeah, she says that she's down to bone. That's what it means. The waitress says. Do do you want the waffle waffle waitress working on Fifty Seventh Street to be hitting on you anyway? No, no, no. She's morbidly obese with seven kids. But my point is that, like, that's I think that's the like your argument when you're saying like if if you like say uh, you have a female waitress, Ben. And you were to say like, "Oh, th- thank you so much, dear. I like, appreciate that." You're yeah. not hitting on her, but you're just kind of trying to be endearing. That would be the same. Well, that's I why think I, the equivalent of like, yeah, like a girl, a, a female waitress or whatever. And I'll keep going back to the waitress example, but like calling you like like a cutie or like you said kid. I think those are the only like real two that I can think of where I'm like, "Oh, she's just." It is on the tone. A, I agree. No, with I, you. I, I think I cutie and things like honey pie and all that woman to man. It has a different tone than calling somebody darling. I think there's. It's yeah. like got it like a down home thing, and maybe there's. I agree. Whereas when you call a woman darling, there's like a, a, a subtle. Sort of yeah, putting your hand on their head and, yeah. and slowly yeah. directing it down to your dick. Exactly. Right. <laughs> that, no, I, I agree. I think that there is that because when I think honestly, when you said like sweetie and honey pie and all that, I just thought of getting served cake yeah. or getting served it's like something thing. or or a yeah. cup of coffee that's just, Our like grandma's perfect. rape culture. Grandmas are rape culture. Yeah, they always kiss on the mouth too Grandmas long. Grandmas are rape oh, culture. They, my grandma never my kissed grandma. me. On, yeah, okay. never too long. Holy lord! I said, stay there a little while. I got some super glue lipstick on. That'll be perfect. My grandma changed her shirt in front of me as a kid. I'll never forget it. Look, I. I she must have. Had I'm great glad you tits. can feel you can talk about it now. <laughs> Micah, how was your grandmother's breasts? Uh, they, I, I uh, they must have been saggy. I had big boobs on both sides of the family. Yeah, I don't have any boobs anywhere. Yeah, well, that's what I'm so upset about. <laughs> Everything bothers me. It doesn't matter. I only go to restaurants that have male servers. That's what I do. And then it just t- t- totally alleviates the. They're gay bars, Ben. Oh, my God! That explains the reason that I've been having sex with so many men. Mm, I get it now. It's 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 interesting though. This uh, this Sabrina situation, very interesting. With um, I mean, 
can't, as a conservative, well, not a conservative, not as a liber- no, no yeah. one's a conservative because conservatives are lunatics. And I said a very funny tweet out there that got a couple of faves, dare I say three retweets, all about how conservatives were protesting the Hong Kong, uh, calling Hong Kong protesters uh, freedom fighters and then folks here in the United States who were protesting the Gardner situation. Uh, they called them radicals and, and lunatics and whatnot. Right. But as a libertarian woman who doesn't necessarily go on board with the idea of passing a bunch of legislation that's going to be anti-rape, uh, there was a great interview. Go back to Abe Lincoln's top hat, um, Sweaty Nixon. You took on a gal named Chloe Angel, right. who is an editor for Feminist, and, and, uh, and she's a very sweet gal as well. But you were talking about there was some legislation passed in California yeah. all about consent laws. Yeah. How do you toe the line between, like, being a person who doesn't necessarily agree with legislation against it, but also obviously being against uh, rape as a woman, because a lot of chicks see you sort of as a um, Clarence Thomas type. Yeah, oh, you know, I a know. black Republican man, yeah. which are demonized regularly. I was at a show at the Knitting Factory, one wonderful venue, everyone loves it, and there was a gal, Janine Garofalo, and uh, you know, Janine Garofalo, a very very funny actress, not necessarily the greatest stand-up comedian of all time, but she's beautiful and she's fifty-three. And um, I disagree. I love her. But keep going. Well, I know Mike and I <laughs> nearly broke up over it. <laughs> That's OK. Um, but she was talking about how you can't be a black male conservative. You're a turncoat. Your opinions don't matter. Charles Barkley, for example, on the Ferguson situation and the Gardner situation came out uh, in defense of cops. And he's been, you know, completely uh, blasted by by the left for being a Benedict Arnold type. How do you deal with that as a female Obviously a feminist against rape for equal rights, for equal pay, but against legislation that's going right. to support well, those ideas. This legislation is ridiculous. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's in, in California, they passed a law that in order to receive state funding, colleges have to have in their policies that it's sexual assault unless there's affirmative consent. Someone's like, yes, I do want to have sex with you. And it's ongoing at each new step of right. the sexual activity. So It's like what they do. You, you, literally, this is what they do at the Bunny Ranch. But you, instead of consent, it's okay? money. Am I okay with this? Am I okay with this? Are you okay with this? And, and, and How and do you even you, confirm you, that? You can't. So it's like, you can't. It, it, because if someone's a rapist, they rape, said, yeah. they rape people. It's not like, it doesn't matter if it's like, oh, well, she, she didn't say no. Or, or she said no. Or she didn't say yes. They're a rapist. They're going to rape people. And, and and thinking that, I think it's anti-feminist to say that, uh, well, because what this woman, when I argued with someone on Stossel about it, was saying was well, women have been been cultured, they've been raised so that they're so they're so timid and they're not they might not feel comfortable saying no. And it's like that's insulting to think that if the, I will literally allow myself to be raped before saying, you know, I kind of don't want to bang you. Right. You know what I mean? I feel like that's like where feminism starts to even become anti-feminist if you're like not putting faith in women to be able to be like no. To, yeah, to, yeah to, no know. is one of the first words you learn. Right. It is. You yeah. know, it's I, one find of my any child words. girl and she can use it yeah. a million times. They're obnoxious. Sure. I hate children. They'll say no just to hear I it. Do too. You know. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but so then maybe it does get beat out of them, and I do think I I do think that's a legitimate thing that's happening, but I don't think it's a legitimate. A law? Re- yeah. No, I don't think it's a legitimate reason to blame the guy like right. that's a reason to blame the culture but n- not to you know put someone in jail over uh, it yeah also you don't the pass cult- laws to change a culture you pass yeah. laws that people follow them and are punished when they don't follow them yeah you know teach your children to say no teach them both to say no right what do you think about that law though micah that's ridiculous you i mean yeah if, if 
if she says no and, and you go for it, that's rape. But you can't right. say she, you know, she had to say yes. It becomes a he said, she said issue anyway. You know, who else is there in the room to prove that? Well, I always have an audience, but that's just me. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then, well, yeah. And then it's like they did this thing where they're like, well, you know, did you sign a contract first? It's like, actually, that's not good enough because it has to be ongoing. So you'd have to just have like a big stack of papers and like the entire time you're banging, just be like signing it. Not to mention. Yes, this is still okay. Yes, this is. And if it's Forge a contract, who, maybe. If this yeah. you get the girl drunk, you get her to forge a contract or maybe she's too drunk. The contract is worthless in that scenario. I mean, what not this is, this is this is more unromantic than a prenuptial agreement, isn't it? It's I mean, how do, you, how do you? Am get- I raping you? Right? I, here, I just don't buy that right. the reason there's so much campus sexual assault is because there's these perfectly nice dudes out there that just don't know they're raping people. Well, right. I had a yeah. situation I mean, one I, time I where, where I, uh, I was with a gal and she was drunk, and then afterwards she said, "I can, I always just consent to yes. I always just defer to yes." And but she was, Gross. and it was very confusing Gross. for me. And I and I got wait quite, what she yeah. she didn't want to have sex, but she was like, "I just do it anyway." It was it was a couple of years ago, and it was very fascinating uh, in a weird I, way. <laughs> she I? she actually jumped on top of me. She was the aggressor in the situation. We ended up having sex, and then afterwards she put on her shirt. And I'm a big cuddle bug. I only I just have sex to get to the okay. cuddling. Yeah, I can't yeah. get enough of the cuddling. Yeah. Um, and obviously, I like to have sex and stuff. I, I do it bad. I, I'm Nobody not good asked, at it. Ben. Move uh, on with the story. All right, thank God. <laughs> Keep it moving. I have a small penis. No one wants to see it, and it's disgusting and odd. But uh, afterwards, uh, she was upset, and she I was like, "What happened?" And she's like, "Oh, I, you know, I just defer to yes, and you know, I don't, I don't necessarily know if I wanted to do that." And I was like, "But how am I supposed to know?" And it was very upsetting, and uh, and I was. This quite... girl is a crazy girl. Yeah, this is. I was well, she ended up apologizing multiple times. Where's uh, her dad? Like she jumped on and you, and then she's like, "I default to yes." She didn't default to yes. She defaulted to a like Jezebel a... reader. Yeah, it was well, very interesting, but that's what, messed up. But that was she a got... very that was a that was a very important moment in my life, though, because I did realize how how sensitive these issues are, and I was because there is nothing worse than being a than being a, a, a convicted rapist or being someone who would rape. I mean, these are the worst human beings on the face of the planet, and to call somebody a rapist is absolutely devastating. If the person has a soul, they're going to take that very negatively. So, what do you think, as uh, beautiful uh, women who are successful and smart, what's what what would, what advice would you give to a guy? Uh, if he wants to have sex with a gal, he thinks that she's into it. Um, you, how do you trust? I feel like there's a trust issue with men right now when it comes to sex. They're concerned about being accused of something. And I think intimacy is sort of getting hurt in the process. Uh, how about you get to know the person you're having sex with first? Yeah. So then you know if you're dealing with a crazy person. If you're trying to get right. laid and you can tell this girl is crazy, dude, you're fucking a bomb. Yeah, that's true. Like you're putting your penis yeah, guys, inside of a bomb. Crazy girls are so good in bed. Well, then well, you fucking they're, risk they're it. Awesome. You're in bed. And you also don't know they're crazy yet. And same with I mean same with ah. guys. That this is why date rape is so common because girls don't go on a date and they can have a wonderful time and next thing you know this this there's he turns into a monster or something right, like well, that. Well, I, I mean, I'm a little cra- yeah, my, like I like look I've seen like I've like a really chill vibe, you know, but I'm like absolutely insane, so there's yeah. also really no way to know. Well, that's but. why I think dating is important. Maybe yeah. don't fuck a stranger, you know, if you don't like I, uh, I've never had sex These with are risks. So I mean, it's risky back- in general, but like it's also risky in this capacity, you know, get right. to know a person, figure it out. I mean, it's ironic that you say those things because now we live in the world of Tinder and obviously, you know, okay, Cupid is passe at this point. I don't even know what the, I don't know what the kids are doing. I think it's Tinder and uh, all these speed dating sites for the most part, but they tend to lead to sex. That's the whole point. That's the whole premise of the entire app, the entire uh, technology. Are you arguing for maybe a little bit more of a conservative idea of like, go on three dates before you have sex with somebody? I've always been an advocate of that. We had sex our first date. That is not true. Well, Um, I don't go on dates. Have you ever been on a date? 
No. All right. When you get some money, maybe. All right. What are you thinking, Kat? I'm just thinking that, yeah, I guess, but then also it's just like, again, I'm not buying it that there's these good dudes that don't know they're, they need to be taught whether or not they're raping somebody. Oh, man. I, 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 you know if you're, you're raping somebody if they're not into it. It's called, well, but the thing is how many, there's a, a lot of men are just like completely lacking in social skills. Like you can tell when somebody doesn't want to, you know, like, oh, I'm right. looking at my phone, but you're approaching me at a bar and you're still talking. It's like, no, move on. We don't right. like you. Guys are just but either that's willfully not rape culture. I, it's not rape culture. It's I'm saying these guys don't have good social skills. And those right. are the people out there. But if they don't have it by the time they're old enough to be in a bar hitting on women, then they don't have it later when they're having sex. You know, like these are broken, bad people. They're, I mean, men are just trying to find a woman that would love them. I mean, the that entire, is not true. It not is true the ego is no, attached. That's not true at all. They hate when that's women love true? them. That's not true. I don't think it's true at one bit. They're, they're, you don't think that men you, are predators? Yeah, that's absolutely. Go on, okay, Cupid. You'll find thousands of girls who are desperate for somebody to love and have love them back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying the guy's going to stay with her. I'm just saying that you know a guy wants a woman to love him. That's the whole point. That's no, they're predators. Yeah, I, don't, I disagree. They have you a predatory so? nature. Yeah. I agree with that. And I don't that. even think you agree with that, Ben. I think you're just trying to start an argument. I'm not starting an argument. <laughs> I would love if a woman would have loved me once in my Aww. entire life. You know, it would be great because then, you know, she'll do... So uh, then you could take advantage of that because you're a predator. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. I've loved women. I've loved women before, and they've loved me as well. Um, but a guy is just trying to go out there and hit on you in a bar. I mean, I, it, what what's the, the right now? There's a bizarre sort of area after the catcalling video that came out a couple of weeks ago. This woman who went to Harlem and uh, and uh, the Bronx and all these other places where not a lot of whites were, and uh, she got called out for it, it's sort of a racist video in a lot of ways. Uh, guys are you know for the most part just throwing out compliments, and then of course there was the creepy dude who followed her for eight minutes and whatnot. Um, guys are, I think there is a sort of confusion on how to even approach women without having that creep factor go no, on right now. Care. Well, don't hit on women in the street. I mean, that's Why a, can't you hit on a woman in the street? We're, we're human beings walking around. There's a way to do it. It's not going to work. The guys who are it, screaming at I, a person walking by, right. that's not a real attempt to get to know yeah, anybody. Right. That's them doing something else. If you're standing on a corner and you are infatuated with the girl, there's a nice way to approach them. Excuse me, you know, like... I. Can't you know like just be like I can't help but notice. Oh, you know what's the best whatever. thing to do? I always say, "Excuse me, do I have gum on my pants?" But then I don't have gum on my pants. It's my balls, and I pull out my force. I, I pull out my. And balls you're handcuffed, too. and you're going to jail. And yes. I go to jail. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a felony. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. I just don't think anybody like maybe it's 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 parents, but I just don't think anybody learns manners and respect anymore. No. Like if you could just approach somebody at a bar, I mean, it's it's honestly that's why I've never understood men who like rape in general. Uh, just because, in my eyes, just a girl who, who so clearly is just not into you, that why would you even? Some dudes get off on that. Yeah, because it's not sex, about sex; like, it's, it's about the power. About power, exactly. But I just think that, like, if you're, you know, if you're a, a regular kind of guy, just a guy, a regular dude, like the way to go about approaching girls at a bar, I think, is to just be polite. And just walk up to her and say, you know, hi, how are you, whatever, whatever. Yeah, like, they're not trying to hear but, that, though. Yeah, they're that, sure. No, they're trying to. Hey, they are. No, because you got to stand out in the crowd. So you got to go up to a girl and be like, what's your favorite dinosaur? You have to uh, do no, something ben. like Ugh. corny and cheesy. No, Ben, you've Listen, never no, you done it. I've never done it. I've never been with a woman. 
No, but I'm telling you, you go out there and you just be polite at a random bar. People are listening to EDM music in the background. And let's just say you're Ben Kissel and you're a little bit overweight and you're tall and freakish and everyone says, get out of here. You can't just it go up like to Sounds like your a- own issue. What? Yeah, yeah Ben, all it takes anybody. is mutual attraction. So like if someone right. you're a woman is, a, if a guy or woman is attracted to comes up and talk to her, she's going to be happy that they did that. If right. she's not attracted, she's not. Exactly. And that's the fucking bottom yes. line. It's not about right. what yes. you yes. say. Yes. And then- so a guy yeah, can she's literally not attracted. You yes. just keep moving. You go. You yeah, don't yeah. talk to her. Sure, it's sure. a numbers. Okay. So yeah, it it's a numbers it's game. A, it yeah, is. it is a numbers it game. Absolutely is. Like you, you have to suck it up. Oh fuck, this person's not attracted to me. But you can't, you know, don't take take it a little personally. Maybe you're, you know, fat or ugly. But you know, you you know, but there's someone out there for you, and you know, you can't hate every woman for not being initially attracted. But it's yeah, like Malcolm those... Gladwell, that fucking lunatic, says, you know, within five seconds, if you're gonna, if it's gonna be a go or not, and. You got. You can't just say hi. Malcolm yeah. Gladwell, by the way, I don't know what kind of woman would be attracted to him. He might be gay. I'm not sure if he is. Either way, cats love him. Um, he's one of those guys that cats can't get enough of. I just feel the way uh, the way that he talks yeah. is very cat friendly, and I'm sure that he would get along with Micah's cat Toe a lot better than I get along with Micah's cat Toe. Even though I try to, I hug Toe, but Toe is yeah, disgusted by me. Yeah. So cats, yeah. Cats are tough. Yeah, cats. Cats can be really tough. Cats are tough. Cats, cats are hard for me to relate to. Yeah. Mm, sad. So, um, yeah, so feminism, dudes trying to approach gals. You know, I think that there is, there's a lot of great guys out there who are very conflicted about how to, uh, how to do it and how to not seem creepy because at the same time, this is the catch-22. Women want a sensitive guy. They want someone who understands. Mm. But they also don't want a little bitch. They, they don't want a diva. They don't want someone who is more feminine than them. I see it in Williamsburg all the time. Ben, These 21-year-old dudes who who act feminine to get women. There's difference between respect and like being like a, a pussy. Because you can kind of yeah. see through that, man, if you're like... The guys are like, oh, I'm a fe- I'm a feminist, man. I'm a- it's like my dick. And then like the guys that just actually do respect, more, you know what I mean? Yeah, but but also, women want fe- men though. Still, at the same time, they want a strong man. No, they you're generalizing. Do. Some well, women want a strong man. Some women want don't need that. Some women want something else from a man, especially now in an era where like gender lines are being blurred and you know right. like and so women are some women are more masculine. So you know it's not a you can't generalize to say what women want. Just be yourself and find the person who wants that. Mel right. Gibson did it in what a movie called he... What Women Want. Oh, yes. Remember that? I think that was a fluke, though. It's a great... They, they want you to movie. get drunk and drive and then say racial, racial slurs <laughs> when you get pulled over. I had no idea. That was chapter seven of uh-huh. the book What Women Want. That was the one Mel Gibson put in there. Very excited. Yeah, he called someone the Chinese people. And next thing you know, he's What's, drowning in puss. What's yeah. he been doing, man? What's he been doing? Mel Gibson currently blacklisted, I think. Drinking, I think. I yeah. Drinking. drinking. I wonder, do you think he's drunk right now? Let's call him. Uh, let's, I really wish we could. Mel Gibson on the line. Mike, get him on the phone, please. <laughs> I'll try. I'll see if we yeah. can. I'll go to the Rolodex. Hey, what's he up, you fucking dickhead bitches? What's going he on with you? Yeah, busy. this is Mel Gibson here. Yeah, you fucking idiots. Yeah, you fucking, I'm drunk. Uh, yeah. He's probably in court. He's I mean, fine. Yeah. He's a, He's doing just fine. He's very wealthy, and uh, people like him. And he's got nice cars. Oh, I'm sure. From what I understand. Yeah, he drives them all drunk and stuff. Uh-huh. Sabrina, this woman, I think she's getting a lot of backlash from females. As a female, you hear- Is her career hear- done, you think? Oh, it has to be. Well, you that's think- what you think, Did, but think she- about Don Lemon. He still has a job somehow. Let's talk about <laughs> yeah, Don Lemon. She- <laughs> let's talk about Don Lemon, and let's get into that Cosby thing a little bit. We have a little bit of time, right, Mike? I uh, Not much, but we can talk we a little bit more. Two minutes. Don yeah, Lemon- more, more than two, but like- 
Fine, thank you. Um, okay, so Don Lemon was talking to a woman who was uh, accusing Bill Cosby of rape. The rape uh, occurred orally. He forced her to suck his dong, and I can't imagine how disgusting that would be. Oh, God. Um, and Don Lemon's beautiful, <laughs> genius response, because he's on CNN, and he went to one of these Ivy League schools, and he's making millions of dollars a year to ask the tough questions. His question was, why didn't you bite it off, for all intents and purposes? That was what he was getting to. How does Don Lemon still have a job, and uh, and why is that question a uh, indicator of how ignorant uh, people are about this issue. Nobody watches CNN. Well, that's a very good point. Except that we all watched it, so you yeah. know, especially on the internet. But you watched it on the you, internet. You didn't you, watch it on CNN. Well, no, I watched it because I heard what he said, and then I needed to find out what happened. So, do you think that like they're keeping Don Lemon around just for the bad publicity? Mm-hmm. And yeah, also, Don so. Don Lemon. There was a great uh, video of him slightly off topic at Ferguson. He was in Ferguson, Missouri, wearing the gas mask and everything like that. Yeah. People started taking pictures of him in the middle of a beautiful day. No one was around, but he's wearing the gas mask. I mean, it's all it's all uh, it's all theater and it's all nonsense. Well, yeah. But, I mean, the, the the fact that a CNN correspondent and this is not uncommon. It happens on Fox and MSNBC. Uh, they, everyone says these ridiculous things. The fact that the idea was to bite off the Bill Cosby's dick while you're being forced to give him moral sex. I mean, what does that There's say about There's a huge society? difference here between someone saying something on TV, like blurting it out, and then somebody like having this huge investigative article that like took all this time, sure. calling yourself investigative reporter and not corroborating it. You can say dumb stuff on accident on TV sometimes. I, I mean, I, that's really dumb. Yeah. I mean, he's. I do think he must be a bad person. I and think an he idiot. pre-planned that question as well. Yeah. Like you You think so? Did. Yeah, you have an says, interview. At the end, I had to ask the question. Yeah, mm-hmm. I had to. If you listen to it. Oh, had, he had to ask yeah. it? That's what he said. Yeah. Oh, I thought the producers I were like, you got two question. more minutes. Stretch, stretch. <laughs> He's like, um, um, bite it off. Did you think about biting the dick off? Well, I'm saying at least that's the way I think people view it. Yeah. Well, you know. If you have an interview like that, you're picking your questions ahead of time. You're not just right. fucking winging it. You're on CNN for Christ's sake. Especially right. an interview like interview. that. That's a high-profile interview. Yeah, right. you're not risking that. He meant to... He was trying... Because, obviously, there are some people who don't understand rape, and they would think, well, why? how can you be forced to suck a dick? That's, you know, an act... You know, when the reality is mm-hmm. she was scared and threatened, and... It you, was Bill Cosby. Yeah, it was Bill Cosby. And once it's in your mouth, no, you don't bite it, because if you physically attack your attacker, you're putting yourself in danger. Right. And you're on your knees. Right. The safest thing for her to do... <laughs> right was to either suck his dick or make a break for it. Yeah. You know, like, but she was drugged, so she probably was not going to get very far, and she didn't trust that maybe he wouldn't chase her down. So, it, but that's what a, an intelligent person would do. He's not an intelligent person. I Maybe he was asking it for the unintelligent people, but Don not, Lemon, you're saying. But that's not yeah. the way to go. Right. I'm just saying, I think the way people view TV, I think you get a, a, it's, you get a little bit more... Uh, a little bit more leeway, even though, of course, sure. he planned to ask it. Uh, As you know. opposed to Sabrina, who had, ed- she had editors do this, too. Right. Why did right. the editors sign off on her not having um, other sources? Yeah, she tweeted something a couple weeks ago about how, like, you need to respect your fact checkers. And, like, we have such great fact checkers at Rolling Stone. I'm like, wow. I mean, I've, I've been retweeting her, ironically, for a day or two. She really... Right. Really, you're right. All this whole team of people wasn't like, wait it's a minute. It's not just her. Like, yes, she was a bad journalist. Yes, Jackie was a liar. Yes, yes, yes. But Rolling Stone put it to print. Yep. Right. So yes. Rolling Stone is the one to blame the most. I mean, like Absolutely. we were talking about yeah, before, they're you. they're desperate. They're des- I mean, they're competing with BuzzFeed's like, you know, top ten reasons that you're, you know, bowel movements look like the letter A or something. <laughs> yeah. you know? BuzzFeed I mean, has nuts. better journalism than Rolling Stone. Yeah. At this point, everybody knows. 
One last thing I want to get, because this is one thing that confuses me. There was one victim that came out. She was 15 at the time. I think it was the 1970s. Bill Cosby raped her. And um, allegedly, again, I mean, you know, I mean, I feel like at some point, you know, I think he's almost hitting 30 right now with people uh, that are accusing him of this. I mean, there does seem to be some uh, validity to their arguments. But uh, Micah and I were talking, and uh, you were saying that it, you have statute of limitations tend to be like eight, five to eight years. If you're underage, I believe it's eight years, and if you're if you're not, you have five years. Um, and then, but you also have three years after you realize that you were raped. No, it's after you realize that there's been a lasting trauma from the rape. So let's say. Right. Um, but can't you just point out, I mean, life goes on, you have life issues that occur, can't you just, you could pick out anything then? No, mo- I mean, modern psychology, like, says, like, you suppress these issues, I mean, they affect you in ways, like, maybe you think, like, oh, I'm strong, it doesn't matter, I'm fine, but really, now you've, like, buried some kind of deep anger that is coming out in other ways, and you haven't thought about it because this is a terrible thing to think about, and so maybe once you're mature and you've, like, got the rest of your life in order, and now you're facing these issues that happened to you in your past, then you're like, oh my god, this ruined my life and I didn't right. I wasn't even able to think about it yet because I was just trying to get through it. Right. And so from the point where you realize this ruined my life, now you have three years. I mean there's no way that Cosby is gonna see any jail time. Do you is the is the point of all this, is it the public shaming? Is that more powerful than putting someone in prison? No, we want him to go to jail. Yeah. If he's a he is a fucking psychopath. Serial rapist. Serial rapist yeah. drugging people, it's it's exactly out of on the same yeah. plane as murder, like being a serial murderer. Yeah. This right. guy is deeply sick and should be punished. I don't care if he's old. You know, like, it doesn't matter. Punish him. Right. Yeah. Kat, what do you think? I agree. I mean, but there's no way you can. How do you do it now? Well, this the 15-year-old is filing a civil suit right now saying she didn't realize she was traumatized because she was underage. Yeah, this but how does that happen? How do you this is it? what I don't understand, though. How don't you realize that you were yeah. traumatized? And a civil suit's not going to send him to jail, but how don't you realize that you were traumatized? I mean, these, the one thing about this Cosby case is, I'm sorry, this is a black dude in the 60s and 70s uh, in America. This is before the Cosby show. Not exactly untouchable. Well, these a black girls dude were in like the 60s, young, young, like these girls they were, were young, nobodies. But at the same time, he was a relative nobody. He had he was what, not a relative nobody. He was no, a stand-up comedian. He, he was a stand-up comedian without a show. Yes, he was. He was on. Oh God, what was the name of him? He was the first black actor to win an Emmy. What was it? I Spy. I Spy. He was the first black actor to win an Emmy. He was sure. huge. He was I'm a just very saying, big deal. I cannot imagine that a black dude can't be taken down in the 60s with one white woman alleging that she was raped by him. And this was that, also in the so 70s as well. Seven, and right, but 80s. He raped all through it. Yeah, he raped his he way. He raped his way. He and was in the Cosby show. He, yeah. back, when he was done with the Cosby show, he was still raping. Right. He was huge. The Jello. She called him Mr. Jello. What's his face? Oh, which is horrendous to think about. The Mr. One, Jello is the creepiest name for a rapist I've ever heard. Ever. And that, so uh, the, by the time you're doing Jello commercials, this is post Cosby. This is post Fat Albert. This is when he's already doing commercials. He's like so famous that he's like already selling out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and he, that's when he raped uh, the, the, woman, the woman who should have bit his dick off. Yeah, she. That's on her. Yeah. Right. right. So uh, yes, he was above. Like, what's his face? The fifteen-year-old said he was above God. To Who her. is this? And she's the 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 recent one. Oh, what's her name? I'm spacing on names today, but the the most recent ac- accuser, the one who is not yeah. Booth, but the other one, uh, said, "I'm a Christian. I go to church every day, and he seemed above God to me." I mean, but that's on her. It's He's not- Cosby. At no point did I watch Cosby and be like, that dude is above God. I was like, that guy is barely making me want to eat pudding. Well, maybe there's a situation. Nobody wants to eat pudding. Pudding is disgusting. Yeah. It's prison yeah. food. I love pudding. Um, mm. 
maybe uh, you know, like how military men are not allowed to just get into a fist fight because if they kill somebody, they're technically a weapon. Maybe sure. there's a sense in which celebrities are like above. I don't. I make. You know, I'm not saying that this is correct, but I do think there's an effect where it's like when you're a celebrity, you're going to get away with things because you're just seen as being more powerful. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Well, can't uh, last words. That's it. Perfect. Uh, uh, I'm with you. God, we have to start. We have to stop drinking until seven in the morning. I think that's the major problem. And you have to get your body back in order. I drink Micah. too much soda water. Don't shake. Don't shake your head at me, Micah. Drink until seven in the morning. No, like six in the morning. Ugh, I can't. Uh, I'll shake my head at you when I show up on time and you're here an hour late. You were always late. No. Nah. All right. I want soup or a smoothie. Which one do I want? Both. You want pudding. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thanks so much for listening. That's Micah Fox on Twitter. That's, uh, what is it, K-Timpf? K-C-Timpf. K-C-Timpf, T-I-M-P-F. Yes. And uh, Mike Coscarelli, you're on Twitter there, and I'm at Ben Kissel on Twitter. And uh, and make sure to listen to uh, everyone's shows. Micah's got her show, Micah Fox and Friends, on uh, Keith and the Girl, This Week in Jacking on Cave Comedy Radio. Anything else, Micah? No, that's good. And then I got Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, Roundtable of Gentlemen, last podcast on the left, on Cave Comedy Radio as well. And, uh, yeah, all right, well, that's about it. So uh, message, I don't know, email me, benk721 at gmail.com. Let me know your uh, comments and things like that. Um, All right, everyone, we'll talk to you soon.